We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, best game Cox podcast on the internet. Today is Friday, December the 3rd, 2021. Today's show, I break down this weekend's games. The Gamecocks return home to take on the Georgetown Hoyas this Sunday at Colonial Life Arena. Guys, I'll break down the game in its entirety. First things first, we'll talk about Georgetown. Also, top storylines, Hoyas players to watch for. I'll give my keys to the game and also lock in my prediction as South Carolina looks to bounce back from the ugly loss at Coastal Carolina on Wednesday afternoon. Also, guys, we got news and notes to get into, including a very interesting tweet from one of the Gamecocks greats on the hardwood. And also, of course, we're talking transfer portal. What are the realistic odds of South Carolina landing Fortimer, Oklahoma quarterback, Spencer Rattler, guys? All that and more here on a packed Friday show. And it's all brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, for all your movie needs this holiday season, be sure to check out our friends over at Upstate. State Movers Group. You can find them on social media at Upstate Movers Group. Of course, if you have any other questions, go to their website, upstatemoversgroup.com. That's upstatemoversgroup.com. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it. Happy Friday. Hope you're all doing well. I'm Chris Phillips, host the Spurs Up show, as always. Appreciate you guys tuning in. We have got a packed show here on a Friday, a lot to get into in a fantastic way to kick off your weekend here on this Friday. First things first, hope the show does find you well, guys, no matter where you are, what you're doing, whether you're on the commute, you're in the office, you're on the job, you've got the day off, maybe you're in class, maybe you're outside Enjoying this beautiful weather, by the way. It's absolutely crazy. Mid-70s weather. Unreal. I'm absolutely loving it. And again, it's a great weekend to get outside, enjoy time with family, friends, whatever it might be, and enjoy the weather. I mean, it's literally like a high of 77 today in the city. So 
absolutely loving that. In case you didn't know, I'm not really a cold weather guy. I am a warm weather guy. I mean, I like when it cools off in the fall and winter and you get towards Christmas time. And, you know, it feels like Christmas is in the air, if you will. But I'm absolutely loving this weather. I'm sure you are as well. Um, again, Friday, we got a lot to get into. TGIF, tons to talk about here on this Friday. Guys, before we do really quickly, just a couple of quick reminders. First things first, as I mentioned yesterday, very proud to say that we are once again sponsoring the Threat Affair event this Sunday at Noma Warehouse. That will get going at noon. And I'll, I'll encourage all of you to come out to that event as well. Hey, of course, it is the Christmas season. As I said, everyone's getting their Christmas shopping in and no better place to do so outside of our on online store, by the way, than coming out to the Thread Affair event this weekend, guys. I highly encourage it. Again, so many great vendors, so many great young entrepreneurs as well, guys. It helps support them. So again, highly encourage you to come out. All the details are on our social media. That will get going at noon and yours truly will be there and we'll have koozies we'll have some swag gonna be a really really good time again that's sunday at noma warehouse the threat affair event gonna be the final one of the 2021 calendar year and uh really looking forward to it gonna be a really really good time and again i really do appreciate the fine folks at threat affair for allowing us to sponsor the event it's been awesome to find different ways to give back in the city and again looking forward to sunday's event as well, also, guys, a quick content update. Um, I maybe told a fib on yesterday's show. I, I changed my mind. As I told you yesterday, you know, I thought today we would start diving in the 2021 Gamecocks football season recap content and grades and postseason award show and all that stuff. Took a look again at the calendar. Decided, you know what, we've got this basketball game on Sunday to talk about today. So I just wanted to update you guys. Next week, we're going to spend a lot of next week, that's when we'll do it, recapping the 2021 football season, doing things like postseason grades, our postseason award show. So again, tons of content coming Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, all throughout the week. So be sure to stay tuned to that. And again, really excited for that. But again, I looked at the calendar, thought, you know what, here on this Friday, we got a big basketball game upcoming on Sunday, some other news and notes we're going to get into. So we'll save that content for let's say middle of next week. So again, just want to let you guys know, just in case you're wondering, you thought you missed it. No, we're moving that to early next week. And again, I'm really excited for that because of course, there's a lot to dissect and a lot to break down when it comes to the Gamecocks 2021 football season. But for now, guys, we're talking South Carolina basketball on the hardwood. Yes, folks, we're not just going to ignore basketball because of the loss on Wednesday because the Gamecocks come home and have a huge opportunity on Sunday afternoon at Colonial Life Arena as the Georgetown Hoyas come to Columbia South. Coming in 2 o'clock tip-off at the CLA on SEC Network. Believe it or not, guys, these teams have played before. Of course, Georgetown, a very historic program. They lead the all-time series one in three, so only four all-time matchups. But get this. I was surprised to find this out in 2005, which was the last meeting. The Gamecocks actually won by a score of 69 to 66. So Sal can I be looking to make it two straight wins over Georgetown, but crazy 16 years since these two teams faced off. Georgetown comes in this game, guys, sort of a rocky start for them. Three and three overall. Their head coach, they're led by Patrick Ewing, which if you don't know who Patrick Ewing is, uh, go Google him. One of the greatest all-time basketball players ever. You look at their schedule. 
They lost to Dartmouth to open the year, then beat American, beat Siena, lost to San Diego State in the Paycom Wooden Legacy, uh, then lost to St. Joe's as well, and they're coming off of a victory. They won their last game against Longwood on Tuesday by a final score of 91 to 83. But again, you look at that schedule and you look at who they've played, you think this is a very winnable game. This is a very beatable Georgetown team that will be rolling into the CLA on Sunday afternoon. Georgetown, you look at them, they're scoring 73.8 points per game and giving up 70.7 points per game. So again, guys, a really intriguing matchup. Again, a Georgetown, when I think of Georgetown basketball, I mean, I just think of greatness, great teams contending for national championships, one of the best college basketball programs in America. And uh, I don't know about this year. I think they're a pretty young team, got some question marks, got some holes, should be a great game on Sunday afternoon at the CLA. And let's move, guys, into our top storylines for this ballgame. The number one has to be this, on the Gamecock side of things. Of course, South Carolina coming off of an abysmal, embarrassing, every negative adjective you can think of loss to the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers on Wednesday night. We talked about it ad nauseum yesterday. How quickly can Carolina bounce back? Because again, guys, I know most fans or some fans have mailed it in. This season is over. Fire Frank Martin. What are we doing? But here's the reality, guys. We're only seven games into the year. We're seven games in, and that's why you're not hearing me go crazy on Frank Martin yet and say fire Frank Martin and lead the fire Frank Martin train. We're seven games in. We're seven games in, and there's still a lot of opportunity in the non-conference and then, of course, conference play. This one's a big one. This one's a very, very big one because you've made the margin of error for yourself. And again, I feel like a broken record because we say this year after year after year with Gamecocks basketball, but you've made the margin of error so slim that you need to win a game like this. You almost have to win a game like this. Can the Gamecocks bounce back? Not just, you know, playing better, but I think just the overall mentality from a mental standpoint, guys, because all you're going to hear and all they're hearing all week long and all weekend and going into this game is you're no good, you're terrible. And I thought a quote from our guy, Eric Stevenson himself, really stood out to me. He said after the game Wednesday night, quote, have some toughness. It's mental toughness. We're on the road. We've got some young guys. we got some guys who lack mental toughness and guys who are a little immature, honestly. It's one of those things where guys got to man up and grow up quick. You know SEC plays right around the corner. We're at Coastal now. You know it's going to be two times at Tennessee. Guys have got to grow up, including myself. That is a mic drop moment right there. And our guy, Eric Stevens, I think, trying to step up as a leader of this basketball team. You need guys like that and others, Jermaine Kustar, Wildens Levesque, Keyshawn, guys who have been around a while. You need those guys to step up as leaders, rally the troops, and help these guys put together their best effort on Sunday afternoon. Speaking of Jermaine Kuznard, of course, that's another big storyline in this game, the status of Jermaine Kuznard. Will he be limited? Will he be able to go? I mean, I think you saw it was painfully obvious how much this team missed Jermaine Kuznard uh, on Wednesday night against Coastal. You know, he's a guy, this team sort of goes as he goes. And with him not being in the lineup, I like Jacoby Wright a lot, but you're asking a lot of a true freshman. You're asking a lot of a youngster to go out there and really lead this team and be one of the leaders at the guard position. So again, what is the status of Jermaine Kuznard? Can he go for you in this Sunday afternoon matchup? And if he can't, 
I think it's going to make it really, really tough on you to, again, bounce back and play your best basketball. Uh, another big storyline, again, coming off of one of your, you probably say your worst shooting performance of the 2021-2022 basketball season. Do the shooting woes continue, or do you rebound and shoot the way we know this team can shoot? Because you look at Georgetown, you know, they're not, they're not a great defensive team. Solid, they force turnovers, but they're not a great defensive team. So you should have the opportunity to Find your rhythm yet again and get hot yet again from outside. It's crazy, though, guys, watching this team. I don't know what it is about offenses and South Carolina, but this team lives and dies by the long ball. They live and die by the three-pointer, guys. They live and die by that three-pointer. So you're going to probably be able to tell pretty early, are the three-pointers falling? Are they dropping? Is this team shooting with confidence? Or is it more of the same from what we saw in Conway? The shooting woes. Again, it sounds obvious. I know it is. And when I say it, I'm like, Chris, that's so obvious. But you just got to make baskets. You've just got to shoot the ball better. Bottom line, you can't shoot 28% from, from the field and 23% from the outside and expect to win any games. So, again, if you're going to beat Georgetown, that's got to improve. Speaking of shooting, another big storyline, the battle of the three ball. Because guess what? Georgetown can shoot the three ball, guys. You look at them from the outside. Again, they shoot 44% from the field, by the way. Shoot 39% from three. On the flip side, they allow their opponents, though, to shoot 43% from the field and 35% from three. Because, like, So, like I said, the opportunity's there, right? The opportunity's there, but the battle on the outside, again, they're shooting damn near 40% from three-point range. You're going to have to win that battle, win that matchup on the outside. Your guards in Georgetown, you look at their roster, that's something to me that jumps off the page. They've got some really big physical guards. They've got great guard play, and guard play wins in college basketball. So, again, the battle of the three ball, I would be willing to bet you the team that sinks more three-pointers is going to be the team that wins this basketball game. So, again, that battle on the outside, can you win that matchup? Can you make your shots offensively? And then defensively play that lockdown Frank Martin style type of defense and make life tough on the Hoyas on the outside. Guys, my final top storyline. Again, after a really tough game on Wednesday, and it's unfortunate as I mentioned because I was so excited for Gamecock fans to be fired up about this game and show up and show out and fill the CLA and make it a raucous environment. Well, losing a Coastal basic, basically eliminated all hopes of that. And you know what? I can't really blame Gamecock fans. Like, I get it. I get it. And we've talked about it before. When it comes to baseball and basketball, you've got to put a product on the floor or on the diamond to draw a crowd. So, unfortunately, that'll probably be the case. You know, we were in the building last Sunday. And it felt like a morgue. I don't think it'll be quite that bad. But how does this team respond? And I talked about bouncing back, but responding, returning to the friendly confines. Guys, you're back home. You're back home in your gymnasium. You have got to protect your home floor. You have to. It's just like any other sport. When you're at home, you got to value that. You can't get beat on your home floor. And you got a game like this where you're going to be a little bit desperate. Georgetown is not some superpower team. They're three and three, right? They are what they are. You'd hope this team could come home and play its best basketball on its home floor at the CLA. So again, returning to the friendly confines, does that factor in this game at all? Guys, let's talk Georgetown players to watch for. Again, guys, like I said, they are very big on the outside of the guard position. That's where we're going to start. Start guard 
Dante Harris leading this team in points, 14 points per game, 3.5 rebounds per game, a really good player for the Hoyas on the outside. You then move to guard Aminu Muhammad. Again, both these guys are like 6'5", 6'6", really big body physical dudes on the outside. But Muhammad, 13.8 points per game and 7.8 rebounds per game. He leads the Hoyas in rebounds. And then here's a really interesting one. Ford, Caden Rice, 13.7 points per game, 3.5 rebounds per game. But what's so interesting about him, you might ask, he's actually a Columbia native, a native of Columbia. You look at him, he went to Ridgeview High School. So again, I'm sure there's many guy or many people, excuse me, and he's a graduate, a grad student, if you will. But I'm sure there's many folks that will be in the building um, and came from the Citadel, actually played his basketball at the Citadel and then transferred to Georgetown. So again, player from Ridgeview, I'm sure he'll have a very big crowd there to watch him play, but uh, very interesting to see the hometown kid coming back home to play against the Gamecocks. Guys, let's move to our get keys to the game. What must South Carolina do to bounce back from that ugly loss Wednesday night at the Coastal and find a way to win this basketball game? Well, guys, I talked about it earlier, and you guys know I'm a baseball guy, right? I'm a baseball guy through and through. Love baseball. And one of the great qualities, one of the great attributes of baseball players, successful baseball players, you know, I was a pitcher. And what do they always tell you? Hey, have a short memory. Have a short memory. When you fail, when you succeed, doesn't matter. Have a short memory. My first key to the game for this South Carolina basketball team is flush it. Hey, flush it. Forget it. Whatever. All week long, people are going to tell you how bad you are, that you have no chance in this game, this season's over, fire Frank Martin, he can't coach anymore. That's fine and dandy. Folks like me and others, we get to have all of our opinions. But you can't be listening to the noise. Flush the negativity from the game at Coastal. Wasn't your night. Wasn't a great night. So be it. But you've played better basketball. Don't let that one game against Coastal Carolina define who this team is and what this season is going to be. So, again, come in this game on Sunday, fresh mind, clear mind, attacking the objective in front of you. Flush it, my first key. My second key to the game, all about shooting, guys. That's it. That's the name of the game. You got to find a rhythm. You, you just simply put, you never got into any sort of a rhythm against Coastal Carolina. You never did. And Coastal Carolina, again, I talked about it yesterday, tip the cap. They were the aggressor from the jump in that ball game. You got to find a rhythm on the outside. Get your shooters going. Our guy, Eric Stevenson, Mr. Shooter Shoot. If Jermaine Kustard's healthy enough to go, Keyshawn Bryant, you know, where's James Reese been? Get him going. Jacoby Wright, Chico Carter Jr., Devin Carter, where's he been? You got to get your shooters in a rhythm. Get them feeling good. Get them some confidence early. You do that. I think it'll all take care of itself, but you've got to find a rhythm. And guys, my final key to the game is this. Like I mentioned, when I speak or think of Georgetown, I think of great basketball, legends, you know, competing for championships, what have you. But this Georgetown Hoyas team is not any of those teams I mentioned. This Georgetown Hoyas team, and they might turn out to be pretty good, but they're three and three right now. They're three and three. This Georgetown Hoyas team has lost to Dartmouth, San Diego State, and St. Joe's. And again, that's no disrespect to any of the clubs that I just mentioned. But my final key, because I think this can happen a lot in sports, where you're like, oh man, we're playing the mighty Georgetown Hoyas. My final key is this, ignore the logo. Ignore the logo. It's a basketball game against basketball players. 
Doesn't matter what the logo on the jersey says. Doesn't matter if it says Hoyas, if it's a G on there, whatever. You're not playing the past successes of Georgetown. You're not playing the aura of Georgetown. You're playing this Georgetown team. So, again, do not let the aura of, you know, Georgetown basketball and their tradition and all that, don't let that beat you. You know, you hear that a lot in college football when teams play Alabama. That's the thing they can't get over, right? That's the thing they can't get over is they just they, – they, they put Alabama on this pedestal, and they're already defeated from the jump. So, again, my final key, ignore the logo. Just go play basketball. Who cares? They're a nameless, faceless opponent. If you go out, make your shots, you execute, play good defense, you hustle, you'll win the basketball game. So, again, my final – or, excuse me, my three keys to the game, flush it. Find a rhythm and ignore the logo. You do those three things, I feel very good about your odds of victory this Sunday at CLA. All right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and lock in my prediction for Sunday's game as the Gamecocks look to bounce back on their home floor. You know, again, this is not the Georgetown teams of old. And Georgetown, an extremely proud basketball program, won national titles and, and uh, you know, featured some of the best players to ever play the game in the collegiate level and NBA as well. And then, of course, there's South Carolina, who, you know, what is the mental state of this team? You know, this team was able to bounce back beautifully after losing to Princeton, going on, a, what, a four-game, five-game winning streak, if you will. And like I said, guys, it's unfortunate because I was so excited for fans to get hype around this game and, you know, attend the game in person, make it a raucous environment, look forward to it. And unfortunately, it's the losses like Wednesday – that keep people from investing in Gamecocks basketball. And I mean truly investing their resources, their emotions, their energy, anything of the sort. But you've got a hell of an opportunity Sunday afternoon because guess what, guys? The season's not over. Contrary to popular belief, the season is not over. Did Wednesday hurt? Abso-freaking-lutely it did. But you've got games upcoming against Georgetown, Florida State, Clemson. you got some big non-conference games. And if you can win a few of these, you can string together a few dubs, all of a sudden, right, things start to shift, things start to change back in your favor. But what is the mental state of this team? Bunch of new guys. Eric Stevenson was very blunt and very honest when talking about the mental toughness and lack thereof, the immaturity of this team. Bunch of new guys. Bunch of guys that before this season, before seven games ago, had never played a game together. Bunch of them. And if you don't have a guy like Jermaine Cousnard, who's been the glue for this team the last couple of years, you might get another result like you saw on Wednesday. I think the Gamecocks, guys, I think South Carolina will bounce back in a big way. I really do. I think they'll play much, much better basketball. Um, I, I think the shooting will be better at home. You know, I, I, I think this is a team that will put together its best effort and will put its best foot forward. However, due to Jermaine Kusnard's uncertainty and me just not being able to, to block out what happened on Wednesday night enough, and I think Georgetown's a team, have they had the best start of their season? No, sitting at three and three. But of course, they've got a fantastic coach in Patrick Ewing. They've got talent all over the floor. And I think that will be just enough to edge out South Carolina. Again, the Gamecocks, their biggest problem is when they go cold, they go ice cold. And when they go cold, normally they're playing sloppy basketball as well. They're playing sloppy basketball all the time. 
So you mix those two things together, it's just too much to overcome. Again, I, I think the Gamecocks will play much, much better. I think they'll shoot much better. I think it'll be an inspired performance at home. But that's what I'll be most intrigued to see, guys, is like what is the – how does this team play? I'm almost more intrigued to see how they play. Coming off that terrible loss and, again, a bunch of new guys that, you know, we wondered how would they gel, how would they mesh. I do think they'll put together a much better performance on Sunday – but I think it comes just up short. Again, guys, give me the Georgetown Hoyas beating the Gamecocks. Final score, Georgetown 71, South Carolina 66. Again, expect the Gamecocks, Frank Martin squad to play much, much better basketball. This is a great opportunity, guys. And I, I'll be intrigued to see what the line is when it drops because, again, Georgetown's not a great team by any means. But what are the Gamecocks? What are the game? We Like, we don't know. Which South kind of team will show up? We don't know. And because of that uncertainty, because of the uncertainty of Jermaine Kustard and his availability, I got to go with Georgetown in this one. Hoya 71, Gamecocks 66. So, again, guys, I'm locked in. We'd love to hear your score predictions. How do you think South Carolina will fare Sunday when they return to action against Patrick Ewing's squad? All right, guys, a couple of news and notes to get into, and then we'll wrap it up here on a Friday. First things first, uh, a former Gamecocks legend, a.k.a. Mr. Sendarius Thornwell, had some very interesting comments to say Thursday afternoon in regards to Gamecocks basketball after Sal kind of dropped that game to Coastal. He tweeted this, and I quote, I have my opinion on USC men's basketball, but I've got too much respect for the people involved to speak my honest opinion. Now, I mean, what could that mean? What could that mean? I doubt it's a shot at Frank Martin because I think Sendarius Thornwell loves Frank Martin, right? And all those guys from those teams, that, that 16, 17 team especially, they love Frank Martin. So I wonder if Sin Thornwell is referring to the administration, Ray Tanner, what's going on behind closed doors, maybe some assistance. I wonder. And will we ever find out? That's the question. Will we ever find out what Sendarius Thornwell was referring to. I would love to get him on the airwaves. Anybody knows Sin Thornwell? Would love to have him on the podcast. Would love to chat with him and pick his brain and get his thoughts. But uh, not a good sign. Not a good sign for the home team. Not a good sign for Frank Martin when you got those types of tweets and those types of messages being spread across social media. Uh, just not good. Just, just not good. And, and honestly, I'm sure it's something Frank Martin's not very pleased with because that's supposed to be one of his guys. And if it is about Frank Martin, that's even worse. Obviously, that's even worse. You've got even bigger problems. Uh, final quick note, guys. The odds of landing former Oklahoma quarterback Spencer Rattler, those odds were released uh, yesterday, plus 800, the odds for the Gamecocks to land the former OU quarterback. Uh, I think realistically, guys, I, I don't think the Gamecocks get him. Um, I, I know there's fans with a lot of mixed feelings on would we even want him? Does he have, you know, character issues? And is he a team player? What have you? Hey, we've even got on the post I put up with the odds. Former Gamecocks quarterback Steven Garcia commenting on the situation and saying that, uh, you know, he, he, he didn't like him when he was in high school. He doesn't like him now. You know, I'm assuming because of his attitude and his, his me, me, me attitude, that's what most think of him. I think the odds the Gamecocks get him are pretty slim anyways. But, again, guys, this transfer portal stuff, this madness, it, it, is, it is far from over. I think it's just beginning. So, going to be very interesting to watch, see. You know, I think the Gamecocks, of course, Shane Beamer with his ties to Oklahoma. Uh, they're going to be 
picking some guys out of the portal from, from Norman to come play for South Carolina. And I think that's a great thing. Hey, go find the best football players you can and upgrade the roster any way you can. And, hey, do whatever you got to do to help the football team. So I think Shane Beamer will certainly do that. All right, guys. Hey, crazy, man. The first weekend without a football game, and I wasn't on vacation since before the season started. Absolutely wild, man. Absolutely wild. So as we as we begin to wean ourselves off of Gamecocks football and I guess do normal people things this weekend, what, what, what do people do that don't watch college football, don't watch Gamecocks football? What do they do? I don't know. Either way, hey, it's a great weekend to have a weekend, folks. Fantastic weather. Get out. Enjoy it. Again, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much for the continued love and support. Another fantastic week, another successful week with the podcast, the Daily Crow, all of the content. Like I said, guys, quick reminder, come on out to Threat Affair at Noma Warehouse this Sunday. Beginning at noon, yours truly will be out there. Going to be a really good time. Come support the local vendors that are out there. Um, other than that, yeah, again, you guys have a fantastic weekend. Come on, come on out to CLA this Sunday, and I'll leave you with this. Go Cox, beat Georgetown, and we'll talk to you on Monday. is in the air at Littleton Coin Company and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.